Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you will find the inspiration and motivation you need to manage your money better so you can stress less and live the life you want. I am Ashley Patrick with the Money Mindset Podcast and Budgets Made Easy. And today we are talking to Dan at Adulting with Money about going from individuals handling money to couples handling money. So before we jump in, I do want to mention uh, to go get your Hope Money Roadmap. This is your plan and your roadmap for you as an individual and for you as a couple to figure out um, how to change your mindset, make your goals, plan for your future, and get to where you want to be. So you can go download that at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash hope. And now let's dive into Dan's episode. Hey, this is Ashley with the Money Mindset Podcast. And today we are talking with Dan Hines with adultingwithmoney.com. He helps newlyweds get on the same page with money and stop the money fights before they start. Welcome, Dan. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy for you to be here because, you know, (laughs) couples fighting about money is such a huge factor. Oh, yeah stress in their lives and their family situation. So, you know, I'm so excited to talk to you today about things that people can uh, do to get them on the same page with their spouse. So, so excited about this podcast today. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and thank you for having me. I mean, I, I even had, I was just telling you before we started recording that I had a dentist appointment this morning. Uh, and so I was telling the uh, dental, uh, dental uh, assistant hygienist um, about what I do and she, oh, and so she started asking me all these questions and I'm just like, aha, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, just sitting there like, well, I can't really answer you, but I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's so important for people to talk about this. So I love it when people just randomly start asking us questions about, you know, managing their money better. So, yeah. <laughs> but when they have all this stuff in your mouth, it's like, why are you talking to me? Oh yeah. Well, and it, and it, and it's, and I'm so grateful that I, I come off as so helpful and that people just start asking me questions. Um, you know, I, I really do take that to heart is to say, well, if they didn't, like me or trust me enough, they just wouldn't be asking, period. Oh, that's true. They'd be like, oh, that's neat. And then they move on. <laughs> then they <Yeah>. move on. <laughs> just a polite nod and a wink. Like, okay, well, that's nice. So how's the weather going, yeah, Exactly. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself and how you kind of got started on this journey with helping uh, newlyweds with their money. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I mean, long story short, I have an engineering degree and then I got an MBA and I was with Edward Jones as a financial advisor for a couple of years. Um, But I knew I I figured out that wasn't really the path path for me. But really, my personal finance journey, I guess, um, started when my wife came home one day with these giant bags from Target. And well, she had bought, (laughs) I think, pillows. That's why the bags bags were extra big. Yeah. just gotten married. I was sitting on the couch in the apartment. I can see the front door and I can still see it now. And she walks in. And the first thought I had was, what the F did she buy this? (laughs) And but, you know, being a new husband, I also my second thought was immediately, I need to never think that again. (laughs) So I wasn't but I wasn't sure how like, okay, now I know what I want. I know why I want it. I want to keep our marriage going for more than six months. Um, And so that but how do I go about doing that? And so that really sent me on my journey to to try to figure it out. Um, But I realized pretty quickly that a lot of these personal finance books and and financial coaches and, and stuff that you listen to, oftentimes are geared towards a single person. Um, like yeah. I'm a big fan of Remy Seti and his book, I will teach you to be rich and grant. Um, I can't, his last uh, name is French. Cordon. It's not, Cordon. no, uh, Sabatier. Um, oh. <laughs> but that's not the French way of saying it. But anyway, oh. 
super nice guy. He has another book called Financial Freedom. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it takes a little while to get to talk about like, okay, I understand it. But how do I get my spouse on board? How do I get my partner on board? And yes. you know, like, because uh, when you want to start budgeting and you bring that B word up with your partner, they just their 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 buttholes just clinch up. Like, whoa, what are we getting into? And so <laughs> exactly. that's right. And so that's where I come in as a coach is to say, okay. Uh, I'm going to help you guys. I'm not going to, but you're adults. I'm an adult. I'm not going to tell you exactly what to do because you, you lead your own lives, but tell me about what's going on. How can I get you to, to a better spot? Um, and so as a coach, I, I listen a lot and then I tell you what to do, but I let you play with stuff and toy with stuff. And you know, if I'm, you know, I'm not trying to assume that you're a square peg and I'm going to pound you into a round hole either. <laughs> so, right. so that's kind of, I guess that was, you know, how I started my journey, but also how I help as well. That's great. So what do you have like for some tips for newlyweds or just people trying to get on the same page as their spouse, even if they're not newlyweds, you know, they could be, you know, married forever, but they really want to start or one of them really wants to start getting their uh -huh. money under control. What, what, how do you help somebody like that? Right. Um, I think the first lesson to learn is that you might be thinking about, oh, should we have joint accounts or separate accounts? That's usually what a lot of couples like jump to. Like, how should we uh, organize our finances or our bank accounts? But the problem is, uh, goes back to like goal setting. So the best advice I've ever gotten in my life for anything is that when you want something, you have to first define what you want. Mm -hmm. um, and you also have to define why you want it. So like that di uh, that dental hygienist this morning, um, she was like, oh, we, I think we should get separate accounts. And I said, well, what is it that you want? And she said, well, I really want to save for retirement. I said, great. Why do you want it? She's like, well, I want to retire one day. I said, perfect. And then the third thing after those two is who? Who can help me? Because you've never solved this problem before and it's better to go out and find someone that has solved it and then they can just tell you the how. Um, the, the trouble is, and, and having an engineering degree myself, I do this a lot and I've had to overcome it, is I jump straight to the how. how I know what I want, uh, but, but how do I go about getting it? So um, wrapping that back to the, the joint accounts and the separate accounts, that's a great question, but it needs to be like the fourth or fifth question that you're asking. And in, uh, in the beginning, you have to sit down as a couple and talk about what, what is it that we want and why do we want it? So, so that's what I do with all my couples. And that's my first suggestion is just start having conversations about money and start talking about, well, what is it that you want? And, and, and why do you feel bad about some things that are going on? Or why do you feel good about some things going on? Um, that's really kind of where I start. That's great because, you know, you really have to think about, yourself as an individual and then put it together as a couple and work toward the same goal. So I love yeah. that that's how you start with it. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and yeah, you hit the nail right on the head with the individual part, especially with newlyweds is because as a society, we are getting married at an older age, which also means that we've gone through college and, and used our own money, maybe gotten our own debt, um, yeah. you know, had our own job, our own apartment, our own car, our own bank account bank accounts. And then all of a sudden you're trying to combine that with another person who's been very individual with all of their stuff. And so how do you come together as a team, as a family, as, as a couple and, and start to do that together? Um, and so that's also really what I'm helping with when it comes to newlyweds is to, to bridge that gap from individuality to, okay, now we're a team and specifically a team with money. How do we do that together? 
That's great because you know, as you were saying that, I was just thinking you they you also have your own money habits, whether they're good or bad. And so you have to work together with your spouse's good or bad money habits as well. So I love that, you know, you uh, work with them to work together like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or develop new habits together is to yes. say, well, let's, you know, maybe there's uh, not a good or bad at bad habit that we have at all, but just let's, we need to start a new habit. <laughs> yes. That's a good way to think about it too. Cause you know, especially with newlyweds, it's like a start to kind of uh, recharge and kind of restart your whole money life <laughs> and habits mm-hmm. and everything. So what is something, um, or maybe the most important step to start communicating better with your spouse about money? Like how do you help them communicate better? Yes. So the first thing I do is have them go through basically a goal setting session. But when I say goal setting, the, well, let me back up just a tiny bit. There's a great book I've read that's called, um, oh gosh, it just popped out of my mind. It is a book. Um, and in the book, there's this advice that when you're having meetings, sometimes people are coming into a meeting with different expectations. And by expectations, I mean, some people are like, oh, we're having a brainstorming meeting. And some people are like, oh, we're here to meet to get something done. (laughs) And so when you have people that are like, oh, let's talk about stuff and throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. And some people are like, I got stuff to do. Let's make a decision and move on. That's a huge huge conflict in that meeting. Um, And so when you, um, so the first thing to do, Radical Candor, that's the name of the book. I knew I'd think of it. (laughs) Radical Candor. So anyway, so when it comes to couples is I have them just do a brainstorming meeting. Like, hey, let's talk about it. There's no decisions that are going to be made. Let's just talk about it. Um, So I'll have them go off on their own for five minutes and um, write down as many things as they can think of with money. What is it that they want? What is it that they're afraid of? What do they want to pay for? Um, all everything that they can think of, and if they can, if they can't think of it in the in five minutes, then it's not important today. It might be important someday down the road, but just today, what is it that you want? And then come together and talk about those lists. Like, what is on your list, and why is it on your list? Why do you want a big emergency fund? And and we you know we dig into like, well, this is how I grew up. This is how my family handled money, but I really didn't like it. Or this is how we handled money, and I really liked it. And, and so you get to know each other on a little bit deeper of a level when it comes to money. But you're tying it specifically to like, okay, how do we each feel about debt in general? How do we each feel about, um, you know, our student loans in general? Do, do either of us want a house? And then after that, I have them pick the top five things on their list that they want to deal with individually and then come together as a couple and have a top 10 list. So that means that something's going to be number one and number two, but your top five as an individual will be on the the top 10 list as a couple. And again, I, you know, I talk about this all in my guide. So everyone listening, um, we'll, we'll give the link later, but the guide has these step-by-step process that you can do later with your partner as well. Um, And so, but yeah, have them create a top 10 list and say, okay, what's number one? Let's start going after that. How are we going to go about that? That's Awesome. (laughs) I really (laughs) like that idea because, you know, you're really focusing on the individual mindset, why they think what they think about money and then coming together as a couple. So, And and everyone is afraid of being wrong or um, made fun of or put down. Even if it's your partner, you're just like, you know, mm -hmm. there's still a little bit of either embarrassment or fear that 
they're not, they're going to think I'm weird or think differently. And even though you're married or maybe about to be married, um, it's still there. I mean, and maybe it's not money. Maybe it's, you know, sex that you're feeling very uncomfortable about or just talking about kids or something going on in the family. So certainly, certainly it's there and it's normal to feel a little bit of hesitation. So I, the first thing I do is just try to set up this meeting to say, Hey, we're just talking about stuff. We're not going to make any decisions. We're not here to judge anyone. We're not here to, uh, we're just here to learn and listen to each other. And then we'll go from there. But we got to, we got to have that broad conversation first. And then we'll get to the, like the how and the what to do next, the strategy. That's great. Do you um, work with couples like online or do you meet with them in person or both? Um, I've done both. Um, I'm mostly online. So, I mean, if, uh, if you're listening to this and you download my guide, also I've got a YouTube channel that I'm starting up. Um, so if it's something that you want to follow along, I'm trying to make my business completely online. So, so starting out, um, I, you know, I've dealt with individuals and couples. Uh, there's this one, uh, woman that, uh, I helped and she was in the Navy and over in South Korea. So we, the time change was a bit tough, but we yeah. made it work and we, we were, I was able to help her out and coach her. Um, I've had a couple here in my area. Um, I've had couples in California that I've helped, um, and, uh, oh, Ohio and Indiana. Um, and so it's, it's all over Florida. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I love working online and working with people online. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, and we do it by video calls as well. And so, I mean, certainly I want you to see me and I'd love to see you guys, you know, on the couch together, snuggling or maybe not snuggling, depends on how the day went. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> and then help you the best I can. And it's, you know, that's, I really, as a coach, I look for those nonverbal cues is when I ask a question and I see how the eye contact is working uh, or not working uh, between you as a couple or with me just as a coach looking at the camera. Mm -hmm. um, those It helps me a lot be a better coach as well. So I love doing video calls. Now, you did bring it up earlier. Um, I, was, I was wanting to get your thoughts because I get this question all the time. But what do you think about shared bank accounts? Like, is it a hard and fast yes you need or maybe, maybe not? Like, what do you tell people when they ask you if they should or um, what they should do about bank accounts. Yes. And, and that's exactly what the dental hygienist um, asked me this morning. And I tell people that it's an important question, but it's a secondary question. Um, I had this post that I put on Reddit in the personal finance subreddit, and it made it to the front page of Reddit. Um, and so, yeah. So you know what that is, but for anyone that has no idea what Reddit is, um, it, it's a website. And basically to get to the front page, you, a lot of people have to like upvote it. They have to like it. And I got like something like 400,000 views and 17,000 upvotes and uh, like, uh, like 1700 comments on this. Wow. Post. Post. I mean, a lot of people were just arguing back and forth, with each other, <laughs> but whatever, um, it, you know, it, it, it rose to the top. And what I learned from reading hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments was that there are very happy relationships and marriages where everything is separate, where everything is joint, or there's something in between. And the common thread is communication. Yes. Is that if you're not talking about money on a regular basis and regular could be yearly, it could be monthly, it could be quarterly, it could be weekly if you really need to. But if, if you're talking about money on a regular basis, you have that habit, um, then you're going to be fine because that's where most of the troubles come into is that, you know, I, it's like, oh, I want a separate account so I can just do what I want. But the deeper level to that is that maybe your partner isn't listening to what you right. want. 
um, or, or you're feeling guilty of buying stuff. So you want to hide your money over here and not have to ask for permission. Um, and so that usually when I hear that, I know immediately that there's kind of a, a deeper level to that. So it is an important question. We should talk about separate and joint and all that stuff, but that it's secondary. It's not the first conversation we're going to have. Yes, I agree 100% because there's so much more to it about, you know, why they want a separate one or don't want a separate one. And it all goes back to their individual mindsets about money, which we've already talked about as well. So it kind of just, it all comes together, but it usually comes out in this question, just like you yeah. said, but you have to back well, up and figure out why they're asking. Yeah. And it, and that money, that money mindset that you talked about, I know Ramit Sethi, his, his, he did a second version of his book and he talks about something called money dials, where we all have kind of that one topic or that one thing that we actually really love to spend money on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes it can be clothes, sometimes it can be travel, you know, maybe, uh, you know, it, it could be guns, it could be a hobby, it could be computers, it could be video games um, that we're, we love actually enjoy spending money because what we're spending money on is valuable to us. And that's why we have that first conversation is to find out like, what is it that you really value as an individual and then how do we kind of how do we combine that as as a couple Um, for myself personally I love spending money on uh, educational things I love going to workshops and seminars and buying online courses I am I just am constantly trying to improve myself whereas my wife she just spends all of her money on our our dog she just loves our dog (laughs) and she wants she wants you know nice carpet and she and Disney World well I like spending money going to Disney World too. Oh, so yes, that's, where we, that's where we as a family, as a couple, we are 100% together on that. Oh, good. Yeah, but you need to be to spend that much money exactly. on going to Disney. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so and I know that um, there's like, oh, well, it, you know, I'm a spender or I'm a saver. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I don't like to put people into those categories. It's, it's more about trying to understand yourself as an individual and the nuances and to say, okay, well, you're, you don't, just because you're a saver, quote unquote, doesn't mean you're a saver and you're frugal on everything. Right. Um, and just because you spend on one thing doesn't mean you spend on everything. Um, and so it's to find that nuance as a couple and to say, okay, well, what, let's, let's dig a little bit deeper into that to figure out how we fit, how our puzzle pieces <laughs> fit together. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, so I, and I always ask people what their favorite nonfiction book is because, you know, they, studies have shown that millionaires uh, read at least, I think it's one book a month. And so I always love to find out what people are reading and what their favorite nonfiction book is. Sure. Okay. Um, well, gosh, I've already mentioned like five on this interview already. <laughs> but I, so for me, my favorite is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh, I um, love that book. And I guess I really picked that because that was the first nonfiction book that made me realize, wow, I don't have to like go to school or a teacher or a particular you know, uh, you know, the, the system <laughs> in order to learn something amazing. It can be in a book and, and I can read it. And so, you know, and this was before that blogging really got started. Um, and so, you know, it, it was books and magazines for a bit there um, before blogging got popular to, enough. They're like, oh, well, I can follow someone on a blog or a podcast or YouTube to, to learn stuff. But the for me, especially being in engineering and being younger person, that one of the habits is seek first to understand, then to be understood. And that's basically a motto that I've kept for years to say, okay, 
rather than being some sort of pretentious person and trying to be a know-it-all is to say, yes, it's good that I know many, many things, but I don't know everything. And when I'm listening to someone, I need to understand exactly where they are and where they're coming from in order to help them next. And so that's, um, you know, I got that habit from that book. Uh, and that's been kind of always on the top of my mind and why it's my favorite. Not to say it's the best. I think I got some other favorites that I really like. Uh, but that was the first that really kind of unlocked that door for me. <laughs> yes, that's a very good book. I love that uh, quote. That'd be perfect on, uh, you know, Stephen Facebook. Share it on, <laughs> put it on yeah. a little a graphic. <laughs> yeah, Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of High Highly Effective People. <laughs> now, do you have any last words of wisdom? Um, follow me on YouTube. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my, my next step. Um, I, so I'm starting my YouTube channel today. I'll have a video up by the end of the week. And I, my personal goal is to have a, a video up every week for the next year. So the first 52 episodes or videos or, or whatever you want to call it. But I, I mentioned earlier a guide. And so I've written a uh, 20,000 word ultimate guide and it has that brainstorming, that, that um, goal setting exercise that I talked about. So if you go to adultingwithmoney.com slash BME, so that stands for budgets made easy, adultingwithmoney.com slash BME, you can download that for free. Um, and so that's, uh, so that's where you can get that guide. Uh, but then also follow me on YouTube, Adulting With Money. And that's uh, the last piece of stuff I've got, unless you have any more questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was it. My next question was going to be where to find you. So I think you've got that covered. Everything is at adulting with money, correct? All yep. your social media. Yep. Adultingwithmoney.com on Instagram. It's adulting with money on Twitter. It's adulting W money because adulting with money is too long of a handle. Oh. <laughs> uh, Facebook, it's adulting with money. Um, and then you can search for Dan Hines as well. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, definitely YouTube is what I'm going to be focusing on the most over this next year. I can't wait to see it. I tried, well, I you. started YouTube, like I have like four or five videos up and then I, <laughs> I just gave up and moved on. <laughs> and, and that's okay. I mean, certainly I, if you were a client of mine, I would say, Hey, you tried and you, and you found out it wasn't for you. The same thing goes with money. Like, Hey, we need to try some things and try this app, see how it goes. And if you don't like it, uh, we'll try something else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I might get back to it. We'll see. But I'm really loving doing this podcast and getting yes. to talk to people like you. Well, thank you. And thank you for having me. I really <laughs> do appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. We will talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye, Ashley. Thank you so much to Dan for being here today and talking with us about managing our money better as a couple instead of just individuals. Don't forget to go grab his How to Talk About Money with Your Spouse, The Ultimate Guide at adultingwithmoney.com slash BME for budgets made easy. And you can go ahead and download your free guide. You can also go over to budgetsmadeeasy.com slash hope and get your hope money roadmap so you can make your plan together as a couple with um, developing your mindset and your goals so that you can work together on what your big goal is. So that is all for this episode. I will see you in the next one.